all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. Going on, everybody. Come on in. It is Monday night. It's Regis time to command your day and to command your week with the power of prayer. Come on, Facebook. Come on. Um, uh, YouTube, the Mr. Foreman Facebook, Mr. Foreman YouTube, Harvard Church Facebook, Harvard Church YouTube. Come on in as well as Twitter video. And, of course, um, where else? Um, that's where we're at. And the Harvest Channel, of course. Uh, y'all come on in. We're going to add our Instagram fam in just a couple of minutes. But want to give you an opportunity to get started a little early and share. All right. When you share, people get saved. I need you to share tonight. You want to share tonight. We learned yesterday and yesterday's message that you want to go fishing for God. Right. So to do that, you want to make sure that you are inviting people to be a part of everything that we're doing, especially, 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 of course, uh, prayer. All right. So come on in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Let me say this. Yesterday's experiences were amazing. We saw many get baptized, many get dedicated, children dedicated to the Lord yesterday. So that was awesome. It was amazing uh, to see. And again, that happens because of your share. When you share, people get saved. So let's do that. Everybody, come on Facebook. Let's go. Come on YouTube. Let's go. Come on Twitter video. Let's go. Everybody, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Prayer is going to be powerful tonight. You already know it. You know it. I know it. Watch me. Even the enemy knows it, which is why sometimes you are fought to be consistent in being on prayer. And I need you to be consistent. Can I get you to type that word consistent? Type it, type it. Got to be consistent. Let's add our Instagram fam on every platform. And then we're live everywhere. Boom. We're live on the Harvard Church Instagram, live on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. It's seven o'clock on the dot. And uh, let me tell you, the weather was beautiful enough to be in a drop top cruising the streets. Uh, anyway, uh, it's from a part from a song. Go on in, y'all. Let's go. It's time to pray. It's Monday night. Time to command your day and command you with the power of prayer. Uh, listen, as we are coming in, as we're jumping in and moving uh, into things that God has ordained for us tonight. Um, I want for you, again, if you haven't shared, to share it. Number two, I want to make sure that you are connected to Harvest. Make sure that you're connected to Harvest. What's the best way and the easiest way to connect to Harvest is through our mobile app. How do you get the app? You text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. Can I get a few to put that on every platform? Text the word Harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. Hey, Salt Lake City. Centennial, Denver, Aurora, so good to see you everywhere. Come on in from everywhere. Um, we're all over, and it's so good to see everybody tonight. Again, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna say this like a million times. So can I get you to just do it? Share. How do you share on Instagram? You use the little triangle, and we use the little triangle. You can um, you can text that to somebody. You can share it to them in a variety of ways. But we're gonna move y'all back. Y'all are real, y'all are real close uh, today. All right. Listen. Uh, first of all. Let me just again celebrate all the decisions that were made yesterday for people to um, give their lives to the Lord um, and as well as those that were baptized. If you saw the 1115, you saw people be baptized right there uh, on the spot. It's always amazing to see. Doesn't that bless you to see that? Who else is that blessed to see that? Hey, Toronto, doesn't that bless you to see that? That blesses me to see that when people make that decision and they give their lives there. And again, of course, if you're part of our digital family, I want to encourage you. Uh, you can even come to the building if you want to be baptized. You can do that. That happens every fourth Sunday now that things are opening back up. Um, that happens the fourth Sunday of every single month at the 1115. And you can do that. Does that bless you? Come on, Brenda. It blesses you. Come on. Come on. It blesses you. Uh, it, ble- it should bless you to see 
And then too, I want y'all to focus in on this. I want you to focus in. It's a blessing when anybody comes to the Lord. But what blesses me especially is when you see men come to the Lord and especially young men come to the Lord. Did y'all see that? That blesses me because there is this narrative that says, um, you know, that some people say, you know, they think about churches, you know, um, as for women and, 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 and only that's a lie. Can I just get to say that's a lie? Um, and one of the things I love about Harvest um, is how the Lord uses us um, to reach men of every background. So not just men that grew up in a church background, but men of every background. That is amazing, and that is a blessing. So anyway, so so glad um, that that blesses you. This is over here on this Harvest Search Instagram. I need a few more of y'all to share over there. Uh, when you share, as you know, people get saved. Um, yes, it is. It's a whole lot. Yesterday's message was uh, catfish. I pray that it bless you. That was a real live catfish that I had in the auditorium yesterday. And uh, and so that was so cool um, to just see that. Um and, uh, you know, have that. I mean, to see, it's been a long time since I've seen a, a catfish like up close and personal like that. And uh, that was a real live catfish in church yesterday. And for those of you that were in the building, it didn't stink. It did not stink. They cleaned it well. Uh, uh, our team cleaned that thing super well. So we we're able to make sure that uh, the auditorium and the building were not stinking. Listen, guys, um, again, real quick. I'm going to say, I told you I'm going to say it a million times tonight. Uh, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share, 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 share. When you share, people get saved and we want to see more and more come to the Lord. We've crossed the 200 threshold and before this year is out, we have a goal. Can I get you to just type this on the screen? 1,000. Can I get you to type that on the screen? We have a goal of 1,000 people giving their lives to the Lord this year and we want to see it happen. We want to make it happen. So um, to make that happen, we've got to do our part to invite. All right. Um, and so listen, let's start. What do we do? Every Monday night, we gather together for prayer for one hour. And it's called command your day and command your week uh, prayer. We get a hold of the week before the week gets a hold of us. We get a hold of the day before the day gets a hold of us. It is the principle of prayer in scripture. Prayer has power. Prayer is the way we execute our authority. I'm going to say that again. A prayer is the way we execute our spiritual authority in the earth. You often hear me say, now, we were born to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue. But the way that we execute that spiritual authority, now Instagram, I'm going to move y'all back just a little bit more. But the way that we execute that spiritual authority is through prayer. That's how we get things done. That's how we make make it happen. And so whenever you are navigating through or you're going through life and you're like, oh my God, God, I feel so weak. Oh my God, God, why is it this working for me? Oh my God, this, that, and the other. You have got to tap into the power of prayer because that's how you execute your authority. In other words, I get to go above the head of everybody else and I get to go to God. All right. And so that's where we get this term command your week. It's actually, matter of fact, let me give you the scripture for it. I just, in the, um, now, in the uh, last week, in the message Survivor and then the message Shark Tank, I was talking about uh, Job. And the Bible says, uh, have you commanded your day and caused the dawn to know its place? That's Job chapter um, 38. Job chapter 38. Uh, and Job was complaining to the Lord. And as he was complaining to the Lord, the Lord responds to Job and he says this, have you ever in life commanded the morning and caused the dumb to know its place? Two things were happening. God was letting Job know his place. In other words, he was saying, Job, I need you to not just uh, realize you're not talking to some regular man, you're talking to God. But number two, God was instructing Job. He was saying, I need you to utilize your spiritual authority and I'm going to need you to command the day. Uh, and I've taught on this extensively in the message, command your day and command your week. And I want to encourage everybody, if you haven't listened to those ever, please do yourself a favor and do that. It's on our YouTube page as well as uh, you can search it there, as well as on our podcast, you can search it there. Also, that is a message that you have got to, got to, got to, got to, got to listen to. So you understand that you have authority. Can I get you to say that? I have authority. You have power. So the, when I say you, we were sent to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue, it starts in prayer. You are never going to subdue what you cannot first say. You are never going to possess what you cannot first pray. You are never going to rule what you cannot first practice the rudiments. Got it? And so we want to move in that. All right. So let's go. Father, we honor you and bless you tonight. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your love, your kindness. We bless you because you are God and you are good. You are faithful to us. 
You are consistent with us. You are kind to us. God, you have been merciful to us. That means you have blocked the negative stuff that we do deserve. You've blocked that from adversely affecting us. And God, you give us grace. That's when you give us the good things that you we do not deserve. We thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for both of them. Father, your word says that every morning the mercies are brand new and we thank you for new mercy Every single day. Today, God, we ask that you forgive us for our sins. Those committed knowingly and unknowingly. The stuff we did that we knew it was wrong. And the stuff that we did not yet have the knowledge to know that it was wrong. We ask for forgiveness right now. And we thank you, God, that your blood covers us, that your blood protects us, and that your blood keeps us. Your blood covers us, your blood protects us, and your blood keeps us. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that we are forgiven for sin. That means every place where we miss the mark, we are forgiven. We thank you, God, that we are forgiven for iniquity. That's the generational sin that we've had, that was passed down to us and that was passed around. We ask for forgiveness for that, God. Forgive us for being cursed perpetuators when we were supposed to be curse breakers. I need you to make that declaration over your life. Say, I am a curse breaker. I am a curse breaker. I am a curse breaker. That's why sometimes you feel like you're breaking down, but really you're breaking through. That's why sometimes you feel like uh, you are going through breakdowns and moments where you're about to uh, snap, crackle, and pop. But the reality is that you are actually breaking through. You are a curse breaker. And God, the curse means an empowerment to fail. We are those that break the empowerment to fail. We are those that are the kings and the priests in our bloodline. That means we are spiritual and we are successful. That means we can pray and we can slay. That means that we have authority both in the natural and in the spirit, God. That means that we can go to you and get it done. That also means that we can take a natural actions to get things done. We walk in that authority. And finally, God, we ask for forgiveness for our a transgression. That is to willfully deviate, God, from what we know to be the truth. We ask you, God, to forgive us from our willful deviations. God, why do we willfully deviate? Lord, for two reasons, fear and arrogance, fear and arrogance, fear and arrogance. And forgive us, God, for our fear that would make us think that we cannot obey you, that we cannot follow what you said, that we cannot do what your word says to do. Forgive us, God, for that fear. Forgive us for the fear, uh, Lord, of what others may say instead of what your word says to do. We will honor your word above all else. That means we will be people of honor. That means we are people of excellence. That means we are people who keep our word. That means we are people of integrity. That means we are people that can be counted on. That means that we are people that get it done and make it happen. And for that, we say thank you. And Father, forgive us for arrogance. Arrogance, God, which is a, a, a form of pride. Forgive us for our pride. Your word says that pride goes before a fall. And many times, God, we have willfully deviated. We have transgressed from what we knew to be right because of our pride. Our pride wouldn't let us say this. It wouldn't let us do this. Our pride wouldn't let us retract, like you said, uh, that Job did. Job said, I retract my words. In other words, Job said, pride made me say something I never should have said. Pride made me do something I never should have done. But we are those, God, that are repentant people, repentant people, repent, again, pent. What is pent? The high point, the, the, the penthouse is the highest level in a building. It's the nicest level in a building. In other words, to repent means get back to the best version of ourselves. We lay down our pride, God, so we can get down, get back to the best version of ourselves. Repent means to change our minds, to change directions. We are repentant people. Come on, y'all type it. I am repentant. We are repentant people tonight in the name of Jesus. That means that we are not those that get stuck in our way. We are not those that get stuck in being uh, bullheaded. We are not those that get stuck in being hardheaded. We are not that we are repentant people. We are repentant people, which means we are always at our best because what does this mean? We live as a student. As students, that means we are repentant. As students, that means we can get it right. As students, that means we can fix it. As students, that means we can change it. We are students tonight, God. If someone says, what do you do? God, our answer is we are a student. What does that mean? We are always learning. We are always getting better. We never arrive. We are never an expert. We are always a student. And we thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Now, God, we shift our prayers. And God, we check to pray that you would give us what to pray tonight. Prayer is how we exercise our spiritual authority. Prayer is how we exercise our spiritual authority. Prayer is how we exercise our spiritual authority. Prayer is how we exercise 
our spiritual authority. And for that, we say thank you, God. We pray that you would give us what we are to pray tonight. That you would literally, God, fill our lips with the words we are to say. Isaiah said that you give him that you've given him the tongue of the learned, which means he spoke as one that had experience that he didn't necessarily have. He spoke as one that had knowledge that he didn't necessarily have. He spoke as one that had uh, a sense of dimension that he had never been in that dimension. We have the tongue of the learned tonight, which means you will give us what we are to pray. You will give us, God, what we are to say tonight. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we thank you that this time of prayer, it will be anointed. At this time of prayer, it will be powerful. At this time of prayer, we will see breakthrough in ourselves. That in this time of prayer, we will see things transform and change. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Can I get everybody right there to just say amen on every platform? Listen, guys, if you're just coming in and like the video, I told you I'm going to tell you a million times tonight. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. I want to, there's a scripture. So you know this. I pray about what we pray about. I don't just jump on here and just start blah, 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 rambling. All right. As a shepherd, it is my heart that everything I do is to make sure, one, that I please God. Number two, that I lead people effectively. All right. The role of a shepherd is to lead people. And sheep do, everybody listen, sheep do not naturally see well. And the reason that the Bible likens a pastor to those he leads, even if I'm not your pastor, but you connected to Harvest on Prayer, pay attention. The Bible likens a pastor and shepherd relationship, a shepherd and sheep relationship from God to his people, but then from the natural shepherd that he gives them to his people is because there's some natural things that you see between sheep and shepherd that also speak to spiritual things. One of those things is that sheep do not see well. They have to rely on their hearing. Listen, that's what the Bible says, that sheep know the voice of their shepherd, because every shepherd made a distinct sound that sheep would respond to. Sheep can be, you could have thousands of sheep out on a pasture and they would be grazing. And as they would be grazing, that shepherd would make a distinct sound. This is why we've got harvesters that are connected that have never stepped foot inside of Colorado, never stepped foot inside of Denver that have never uh, uh, seen me in person, but they are connected. Why? Because they heard the voice of their shepherd. You got it? This is the reason why the scripture likens this relationship because the job of a shepherd is to make sure that his voice is providing the leadership that's necessary because sheep don't see well. They have to rely on what they hear. And so I want to do a couple of things tonight. I want to pray over your hearing. I want to pray over your hearing, not just literally, right? Um, but your spiritual hearing, your ability to hear and then obey. And so we want to start with that tonight. Luke 8, 18 says this. I'm going to read it in a couple of different versions. NIV says, therefore, consider carefully how you listen. All right. English standard. Take care then how you hear. Listen to this. Listen to the, um, um, uh, let's go new American standard. So take care to how you listen. Um, new King James, take heed to how you hear. What is the point? Um, it, it, it's not enough just to hear it. You have to listen, but listen, it's not enough just to listen. You have to hear. This is important. Bishop, um, when I, when something is released to you, it is released to you, not just because here's the first problem. Some of y'all, can I be honest with you? You hear things through the filters of what you've been through. Y'all better listen, which means you never heard what was said. You heard what you've been through repeated because you put a filter on it. So many times you never actually hear what somebody said. So you always think somebody is talking crazy to you because you, you, have, you have filtered anything that comes across this correction. You have filtered it as I'm being attacked. It's quiet on these comments. Anything that comes across as direction, you have filtered it through the, through the, uh, the lens that you have gone through that says anytime somebody says something like this to me, it, they're, they're attacking me. And so this is why the way you hear, Jesus said, pay attention to how you hear, pay attention to how you listen, because you will hear it and you're hearing it through a filter. So you never heard what was said. You only heard what you've already been through. Y'all better hear what I'm saying today. So we got to cover your hearing because what if it, what if it's this? What if you are waiting on a new word when you never heard the first word the right way? Oh God. 
What if you feel like God is silent and God says, I'm not silent. You just filter everything that I say. And because you filter it, you never, ever get the benefit of what's been spoken because you filtered. So we're going to cover it. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, we cover our hearing the way that we hear things. The way that we hear things. Come on, just type on the screen, my hearing, if you're on a social channel. And we, of course, welcome all of those on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network also. we Father, we cover our hearing. Lord, don't let us hear things through filters that are dirty. Don't let us hear things through filters that are not the right filter. God, there's so much that we have misheard because we did not take heed to how we heard. We did not take heed to how we heard. That's why there's two words there used, hear and listen. Hearing God, it deals with the way something is said. Hearing deals with the filter we put it through. God, we cover our hearing. Please type my hearing on a social platform if you're on one. We cover our hearing tonight, God, that we would not hear a past experience in a present situation because of our filter, that we would not hear rejection when it is really acceptance, that we would not hear hatred when it is really love, that we would not hear something negative when it is really something positive. God, we cover our hearing. That we would not hear destruction when it's really protection. That we would not hear mess when it's really something that was sent to bless. Father, we cover our hearing. And we pray that every filter, God, that has been on our ears and the way we hear, that has been negative, that has been ungodly, that has been cursed, that has been a generational curse, we rebuke that now. And we declare that the scripture says, let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. What is what is what controls how we hear our mind, which means, God, if we have your mind, we will hear it the way you hear. Let us hear it the way you hear it. Let us not filter it through something negative. God, we pray we don't filter it through a past bad experience. We pray we don't filter it through fear. We pray we don't filter it through doubt. We pray we don't filter it through arrogance. We pray we don't filter it through pride. We pray we don't filter it through anything, God, that is not like you. Come on, Facebook, share. God, we pray that you we would not filter it through anything, God, that is not like you. And for that, God, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Can I just get you to release a digital praise right there? Do the hand clap, do the hands up, uh, do something. Say thank you, Lord. Say hallelujah. For many of you, your challenges with people, watch me, your challenges with people are not with the person, it's with your hearing. I'm going to say it again. For many of you, your challenges with people are not with people. It's your hearing that's the problem. One of the things that's interesting is is that, um, have you noticed wearing the mask? Of course, I know many now the masks are gone. But did you notice when you were wearing the mask, wearing the mask, excuse me, did you notice how much more difficult it was to hear? And you said, well, what do you mean? Because what you maybe did or did not know is that part of your hearing, everybody listen, part of your hearing listen very carefully, is affected with your sight because your sight will make up for things. Your sight will make up for things and you maybe didn't hear it all the way, but you were able to see what they said. And so your hearing is affected by your sight. This is why the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. It is not just that the person's voice was going through a mask. The issue is you couldn't see what they were saying. And because you could not see what they were saying, you misheard what they said. You ready? We're about to cover this. For some of you, your issue is that whenever something is said to you, you are seeing something that's not there. So I want to pray over the illusions that get created with what you see. You are seeing somebody saying they don't care about you when they really care about you. Uh, uh, um, um, Joab said it to David like this. You love who hates you. You hate who loves you. Why? Because you don't see things right, David. You don't see you see yourself as a 16 year little old boy whose daddy rejected him. And so now you see everything in life. You're a grown man. You are the king. You are the king. But you still see like a 16 year old boy. Y'all better come on tonight. Y'all better come on tonight. You are the king, but you still see like a 16-year-old boy. You are a grown woman, but you still see like a little girl. You are a grown man, but there's some areas of your life you still see like a little boy. Who am I talking to tonight? Where are you at? 
And how do you know? Because the moment you're in that, your mind is called the law of linkage. Your mind takes you back to that previous experience. And so now, even though you're in something in 2021, your mind went back to 89. Your mind went back to 94. Your mind went back to 98. Your mind went back to 2012. So watch me. I want to pray not just for your hearing, but I want to pray for your sight. Because what you see affects what you hear. Did you hear me? Type that. Can I get y'all to type that? For those of you on Twitter, tweet me that. For those of you on Instagram, do an Insta story. What I see affects what I hear. With the masks, the reason you could not... Watch me. You see I got this? Uh, now, yes, there's a little bit of my voice that's impeded. But the reality is, is my voice has the ability to travel around my hand. The reason that it's more difficult now for you to hear me is not because of how close my hand is. It's because you cannot see my lips moving. And because you cannot see my lips moving, there becomes doubt about what it is that I'm saying. Come on. And so many of you, you got to get your sight right so we can get your hearing right. Y'all ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, we cover God. Our sight. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Sight implies all of our emotions. Sight implies our touch. It, it, it implies a smell, taste, etc. Tonight, God, we pray for our sight. You said, let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. So we pray, God, that we see things the way you see them. Because the way we see will affect how we hear. The way we see will affect how we hear. So we cover our sight. Can I get you to type my sight on the screen? We cover our sight in the name of Jesus. God, because if we see, if we can't see properly, we will never hear properly. God, I feel like going up in the spirit. Lord, if we don't see right, we will not hear right. And some of us are hearing stop because we can't see right. Some of us, and it's not stop. It actually means press harder. Whoa. Some of us are hearing don't do that when you, when, because we don't see right. What we're seeing is really saying do it harder. Some of us are saying throw in the towel when really what, what we're seeing is saying we need to pick the towel up and wipe the sweat off and keep it moving. Some of us are not seeing right, which is why we're not hearing right. We are hearing things that are wrong because we are not seeing things that are right. My God. We are hearing things that are wrong because we're not seeing things that are right. And we pray over our vision tonight, how we see. Proverbs 29, 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. That means where there is no redemptive revelation. What does that mean? It is not just about what I see. It is about what's revealed in what I see. And let me say it another way. It's not how, it's not what I'm looking at, but it's how I see it. It's not how I see it, but it's the way that I look at it. I pray, God, that everything we see, we would see it with revelation, that everything we see, we would see it from your perspective and from your view. We cover our sight because what we see affects what we hear. And we pray, God, we would hear clearly because we can see clearly. We would hear clearly because we would see clearly. We would hear clearly because we would see clearly right now in the name of Jesus, we pray. Can I get everybody on every platform to say amen right there? Amen right there. Listen, um, here's the next part. First thing we're praying about is over your hearing. And if you just coming in, I need you to go back and watch from the beginning. I'm just coming in. I need you to go back and watch it from the beginning, but pay attention. Um, we prayed over your hearing. Luke 8, 18, take care to how you hear. Hearing is about the filter you place it through. Then I said to you that the way, what we hear is affected by what we see. And I gave you the example of how when you have the mask on, it's more difficult to hear, not because it's go all it is just a couple pieces of fabric. The fabric isn't the challenge. The challenge is you can't see their mouth moving. Watch me. How many of you, people with masks on, you've been smiling at somebody and they couldn't see your smile. Wave at me. I, that has happened so many times where I have like been smiling at somebody, but all they can see is this. Matter of fact, I want to grab a mask, but it's kind of tight back here now. But I want to go grab one. So what happens is you can't, you don't see properly what's going on. You can't see behind the mask. So consequently, you'll think so-and-so had an attitude. They didn't have an attitude. They had a huge smile, but you couldn't see it. And some of you are saying, Things aren't going well for me, but that's because you didn't see properly. So because you didn't see properly, you started hearing it ain't going well for me. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Where you at? 
Um, there's been so many times where I have said something to someone and I was saying it nice. I was, you know, I was saying it in a nice way. They couldn't hear what I said or I couldn't hear what they said. And so literally, watch me, I would have to get closer to them in order to hear what they were saying. And I said, I, I can't understand. Come here. I need you to say, I can't understand what you're saying. I need you to get closer to me. All right, watch me. Here's the next part I want to cover in prayer. Here's the next part I want to cover in prayer. Take care to how you hear. And then Luke 8, 18, take care to how you listen. Everybody listen. When you hear something, what are you listening for? I want to cover that in prayer. When you hear something, what are you listening for? So everybody listen. Um, the Bible says that the word of God is like a dual-edged sword. That means um, that it chops going in, chops coming out. It's going to bring correction. But listen, a dual-edged sword, um, not only does it chop going in, going out, but because the blade is on both sides. If I listen, when I pull the blade back, the same thing I'm going to use with you, I use on me. Uh-oh, what are you trying to say to me, Bishop? You have to be careful that you don't set a bunch of expectations for people that you can't meet yourself. It got quiet on prayer tonight. You have to be careful that you don't set a whole bunch of, I want this, I want this, I need this, do it this, do it, that you cannot do yourself. Sometimes you expect people to communicate with you and you don't communicate that good. It's quiet. Sometimes you expect people to be merciful with you and you don't give nobody no mercy. It's quiet. Sometimes you expect people to know what's going on with you, but you never open your mouth, but you don't do that with people. It's quiet in here. You have to especially be careful. You ready? Whenever you are dealing with grief, if you are grieving, you have to be really careful. Why? Because what you will do is you will think that everybody else is experiencing what you're experiencing. So you will think, well, why didn't anybody say this? Well, why didn't anybody do this? Well, why didn't anybody this? Well, why didn't anybody that? Well, the reality is, is that you got a dual-edged sword. The same thing you use on them, that sword, when you pull it back, the blade also turns towards you. That's what the Bible says. The word is a double-edged sword. So the same way you putting it out, you got to take it. It's quiet here. Why y'all so quiet with me tonight on these social media channels? All right. So I want to cover... What you're listening for. Can I get you to type the word listen on every platform? Listen, L-I-S-T-E-M. Listen, what are you listening for? When it comes to the word, watch me. I am listening for directives. I am listening not just to be comforted. Got it? I am listening to be told what to do. What am I supposed to do? You ready? Not only for directives. You ready for this? I'm listening for correction. Can I get y'all to type this? Number one, directives. Number two, correction. I am looking for the, the word to correct me. It should correct me. I should be listening to a message and say, ooh, I need to get that. This is why y'all say stuff like this. Bishop, you in my business. Or, uh, oh my God, I feel like somebody got cameras in my house. I feel like Bishop got cameras in my house. Or, you know, these types of things. What's one of those types of sayings that you have said? Let me read your comments. What's one of those sayings that you have said? Guys, is it buffering over here for y'all on the Harvest Church Instagram? Because everybody else seems to be good. I don't know if it's just your device, but I see a couple of prayers for that. So I want to make sure you're good. It says that everything is good over here, so we should be good. But how many of you, what's your saying? Like I saw somebody uh, tonight on prayer said, Bishop is all in my business, right? The reason that's happening is because what that the word is doing is the word is correcting you. It's giving you direction and correction. The word is like, go over here, do this, stand up, sit down, turn around, do this, whatever the instruction is. But the word is also simultaneously saying that you're going to need to get this together. You're going to need to get this fixed. You're going to need to get this right. I'm listening for directives. I am listening for correction. I'm listening for direction. I'm listening for correct correction. Can I get you to type the word direction? Can I get you to type the word correction? So how do you listen? When I am listening to someone speak about anything, I am listening for direction and correction. What does that mean? I maybe thought a certain thing about a person, then I just listened to them speak. And then I'll say, oh, you know what? This corrected my view. Sometimes you, you can think a person's great at something and then you listen to them talk. And you're like, oh, I just got corrected. Y'all, please listen to this. Sometimes, there you go, read my mail. That's another one people say. All right. Sometimes you can think 
um, that a person's bad at something. And then you listen to what they say and then you correct it. When you listen, you got to be listening for direction and correction, direction and correction, direction and correction, direction and correction. Because maybe what I thought, maybe what you thought about somebody needs to be corrected because you thought wrong. Maybe you thought you, if I listen, maybe you thought you were supposed to be in a relationship with somebody or supposed to be in a friendship with somebody. And the conversation, if you're listening, if you're listening, it's giving you direction. It's get, y'all, this is so good. It's giving you direction. So I want to cover in prayer what we're listening for. Those are the two things you got to listen for. Direction and correction. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that Luke 8, 18, take heed to how you hear, take heed to how you listen. God, that when we listen, we will listen for direction and correction. Whatever context that's in, if it's coming from a leader, we are being corrected and we are being directed. If it's coming from someone, God, um, that is our equal or that is close to us, God, we are being, we are receiving information, God, that gives us direction and correction, direction and correction. And for that, God, we say thank you. We pray that we would uh, change how we listen, that we would change how we listen, and we would change how we listen. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm also saying, um, y'all says buffing a little bit on the Bishop Foreman Instagram. Um, um, and so I, I don't know why guys it's saying that everything is strong. Everything is good. All of that. So, uh, let's keep it moving and, uh, and let's go with it. And uh, my apologies for that, but it's telling me over here, everything is good. Are y'all sure y'all don't have Androids? Cause you might be an Android user and that's why it ain't working for you. I'm just saying it, it, it might be that it's detected that you are an Android user. Is that the problem? That might be the issue. Hey, also, let me say what's going on to our Harvest the Eights group, our group on Facebook. Uh, I see a few of you in that group, too. So good to see y'all. All right. Direction and correction. That's what we're listening for. Guys, if you're just coming in, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from. Share this video tonight. When you share, people get saved. When you share, lives are changed. When you share, um, thing, amazing things happen. All right. Are we good on Facebook and or excuse me, Facebook and YouTube? It says that we're good everywhere. Um, but y'all just make sure we good and uh, apologize for any errors there, but it's telling me I'm good everywhere. See, that's how the technology will do you tell you things are good and, uh, and things not be. All right. So we covered how we listen. Here's, I want to shift. It's been the second half of prayer. We spend one hour praying together and here's what I hope you do. When we're praying, not only do we pray, I encourage you to get a notepad out. I encourage you not only get a notepad out, I encourage you to take some notes when we're praying. Because as you all know, when you spend time with me, you are not just going to be get a whole bunch of hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, a whole lot of riffraff. You're going to get you're going to get substance. So even during prayer, here's how we pray. We pray. I give you revelation. We pray. I give you revelation because prayer is not prayer is not one sided. Prayer is not one sided. Prayer is dual. In other words, prayer is not a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue, which means prayer is not just you speaking. Prayer is God responding. Prayer is God responding. I need you to type that. He's responding to me. He's responding to me. Prayer is not just you talking. Prayer is also God responding to us. All right. Um, so I want to shift here. Uh, I want to shift to this particular scripture. Um, and the scripture says this. Let me get it. Um, the scripture says this. Um, it says Job 36 and 11. It says, if they obey and serve him. And actually, I want to back up real fast to Job 36 and 10. Let me tell you why I started praying for your hearing. Why I started praying for your hearing. Okay, iPhone. iPhone. So I'm just getting y'all's comments now. So something's going on. I'm just seeing your comments in response to me talking about iPhone and Android. So there's a little delay with that. Let's keep it moving, y'all. Um, so listen, um, Job 36 and, and 10. I want you to listen to this. It says, he opens their ears to instructions. 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 Let's go. He opens their ears to instruction and commands that they return from iniquity and commands and that they return from iniquity. God is like, I'm, I want to open your ears so you can hear. That's why I covered your listening. All right. 
And then he says, and I'm commanding you to come up out of iniquity. That is generational sin that's passed down and around. And here's verse 11 where I want you to get. Can I get you to type this on the screen? Job 36, 11, because this is where you're at. Job 36 and 11 is where you're at. It says, if they listen, listen, my ears is getting a little workout tonight. If they listen and serve him, they complete their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness. I'm going to say it another version. Um, if they listen to him and serve him, they will end their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness and joy. Here's New American Standard. If they listen to him and serve him, which means I got to hear right, I got to listen right so I can do right. Hear, listen, do. Can I get you to type those three words? Hear, period, listen, period, do, period. I got to hear, I got to listen, I got to do. Hear, no filters through what I'm hearing. I got to hear it like God hears it. And then listen. I have to listen for direction and correction. And then I have to do it. Then I have to do it. Then I have to do it. The Bible says that you, we spend our days in prosperity and our years in happiness. Um, here's contemporary English version. And if they obey, they will be successful and happy from then on. Um, here's another one. Good news translation. If they obey God and serve him, um, they will live out their lives in peace and prosperity. Here's the net Bible. If they obey him and serve him, they'll live out their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness. So God says, listen, God says, listen, God says, listen, if, if, if this is the life you want to live, then I'm going to need you to hear, to listen and do hear, listen and obey. Got it. So I want to cover this because I want to pray, especially as we're getting ready. June is coming up. In fact, next uh, Monday will be the first um, prayer on the second half of this year. I want to pray um, that the second half of this year, you'd spend your days and not just the second half, but from here on out. It's Job 36, 10 and 11. You spend your days in prosperity and happiness. Happiness doesn't mean that things won't go wrong. Happiness just means that despite what went wrong, I'm good. I'm good. Let's cover that in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover in prayer, Job 36, 10 through 11. We pray, God, that our ears are open to correction, that we would hear, that we would listen, and that we would do, that we would hear, that we would listen, and that we would obey. And we pray, God, that our days are spent in prosperity and our years, God, would be spent in contentment and in happiness. That means, God, that when we follow those simple steps, that we would walk in prosperity. Prosperity, God, is that Hebrew word, shalom, that means nothing is missing, Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. All is well. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking and all is well. But God, the word there, it goes even deeper uh, in Hebrew there in Job 36 because it means our days will be spent in beauty. I pray God that our days will be spent in beauty. God, I pray that we the worst would be behind us and beauty would be ahead of us. It means the best. It means, God, that the days, our days would be spent in our best, that we'd be our best selves, that we'd have our best finances, that our family would be at its best, that our faith would be at its best, that our bodies would be at its best. Everything about us, God, that we would be at our best in Jesus' name. Then it means bountiful. Bountiful means there is no lack. God, we pray that because we hear, listen, and do that there is no lack in our lives. Then it means to be cheerful. What does that mean, God? That when people come around us, we bring other people back to life because we are so full of cheer and life. I pray, God, that we would spend uh, the second half of this year cheerful. Then it means to be at ease. What does at ease mean? At ease means that we are not constantly in a state of perpetual warfare. That we're not constantly in a state of perpetual mess and junk and drama. That we are not in a perpetual state of dealing with the same types of challenges. It doesn't mean there won't be any challenges. It just means that we are not in a perpetual state of that same type of challenges. And then it means, God, to be in favor. That's my word. It means favor. I pray, God, that because we hear and listen and do, that we would spend our days in favor. Because we hear and listen and do, we would spend our lives in preferential treatment. I pray, God, that everywhere we go, preferential treatment would go before us. 
that when people would see our name, that they would uh, automatically give preferential treatment, that when people would interact with us, they would automatically give preferential treatment. And for that, we say thank you. We pray, God, that the second half of this year, we would spend it right there in Job 38. 10 through 11, that we would hear, that we would listen, that we would do, that we would hear and we would listen, that we would do. And God, because of that, our days would be spent in prosperity and our years in happiness. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. Can I get you to type amen across every platform right there? Again, if you're just coming in, guys, do me a favor, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, whatever platform you're on and share this video. When you share, people get saved. It's just that simple. In a moment, we're going to drop the net in just a few moments. Um, and we're going to drop that net. So those are the things I wanted to cover in prayer on this first half, which then sets us up. It sets us up um, for what I want to cover in prayer from yesterday's message. Again, uh, can you just, well, actually, let me ask you this. Share with me. And again, because there's this delay of my comments coming in, um, I want you to share with me what stood out to you from yesterday's message. Share with me, y'all. What stood out to you from yesterday's message? Yesterday's message was called Catfish. It's in our series, Reality TV. I may actually end up extending Reality TV a little longer. We'll see. I don't know. Now, our next series, our summer series, we're going to spend time on the kingdom. All right. Um, the kingdom in you. It's going to be an amazing series. So, But I might extend Reality TV a little longer than normal. We'll see. Uh, but in all of that, um, in all of that, what stood out to you from yesterday's message? It was about catfish. And for those of you unfamiliar, the term catfish refers to trying to trick somebody by creating fake uh, social profiles and fake bios using fake pictures. Now, they're real pictures. They're just not of who the person is pretending um, who that person is. They use other people's pictures. They use other people's bios, other people's bios. And they are usually designed to trick someone into loving them. And the show investigates whether or not the virtual relationship is legit or not. And I gave you two major points yesterday. Number one was don't catfish God. Um, and the scripture says in John 4, 24, God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, which means from the inside out. So check, follow our progression of prayer. We started with praying for your hearing and your listening. Got it? Then we shifted to Job where we realize that when our hearing is right, when we hear, listen, and do, then we'll spend our days in prosperity and happiness. Got it? And prosperity is bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. You can have cash, cars, and clothes and be nuts. You can have cash, cars, and clothes and hate your life. If, if money fixed problems, then you would never see people with lots of money committing suicide. If money fixed problems, you'd never see people with lots of money getting divorced. If money uh, um, had the ability to do what some people say that it can do, you'd never see some of the things that we see happen. All right. So it's bigger. Can I just give you that, that word? It's bigger. It is bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. Prosperity. Again, I just gave you the definitions of that. Now, that being said, if I listen, that being said, I said to you yesterday, don't catfish God. The Bible says God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And I want to cover these two aspects in prayer now. If you did not see yesterday's message, I need for you, I need for you to go watch it. Where do you watch it? Watch it in our app. Text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. Text the word harvest to the phone number 877-552-4746. You can also uh, go to our website, harvestchurch.church. Can I get a few of you to type that on every single platform tonight, wherever you are at? And uh, even if you're experiencing any delay on these IGs, just let's keep it moving. All right. So, and I'm starting to see your comments coming about uh, how we all have catfished God. Don't catfish God, right? People who pretend to be who they are not. All right. So yesterday, um, I said to us, don't catfish God. Don't pretend with God. God wants you to be real so you can heal. Can I just get you to say that? Be real so I can heal. God wants you to be real so you can heal. This is important because if, especially if you grew up, and guys, I'm a pro-church guy. I love church. I love God's church. I believe in the church. I'm a pro-man of God. God, I believe in what God created. I believe that the church is the way to change the world. Point blank, bottom line, I believe that because that's what the Bible teaches. When Jesus wanted to change the world, you ready? When Jesus wanted to change the world, you know what he did? You know what he did? He created the church. He says, on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. You know what he didn't create? He didn't create the Red Cross. Nothing against the Red Cross. 
You know what he didn't create? He didn't create a humanitarian organization. Nothing against those. Those are all good. We do lots of great work in the community and across the world, Harvest does. Um, and lots of people do. Um, you know what he created to change the world? The church. He says, what I'm building is my church. And if I build my church, my church is going to change the world. That's why I encourage you. If I'm your pastor, if Harvest is your crew, God does not call you, in fact, to a church. He calls you to the voice. The Bible says, and sheep know the voice of the shepherd. He calls you to the voice of a man of God. And once you hear that voice, you attach to that voice and you follow that voice. This is a principle I have always followed. This is the principle the Bible teaches. So guess that if, if, if Harvest is, if I'm your pastor and Harvest is your church family, you need to go on and get in where you fit in and you fit right here. All right. How do, how do I connect to Harvest Bishop? You can do it on our app. You can do it on our website. But that being said, that being said, that being said, um, if you grew up in church, sometimes you were taught to almost be borderline um, schizophrenic. And what do you mean by that, Bishop? Is that you had your church you and then your you you. Wave at me if y'all know what I'm talking about. You had the church version of you and then you had the you you. Right? And the problem is you were taught to live in duality. And dualism simply suggests that there are two different versions of you. And there's two different souls in you. Like you got this soul, you got this soul. You got this mind, you got that mind. You over here one moment, you over there the other moment. And so consequently, what ends up happening, consequently what ends up happening um, is that you learn how to catfish God. You learn how not to be real. James, I got to see it again. You do. You learn how not to be real with God. And God says, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. So I want to cover the spirit and truth part. I want to give you the definitions again. Go back, watch the message. But I want to cover this um, because I need your relationship with God not to just be going through the motions. I need it to be real. Can I just get you to type that word on the screen? Real. I need your relationship with the Lord to be real. Like my relationship with the Lord is real. This is not a game for me. The church is not a, a, a business that I'm just in. Like this is real for me. This is uh, what I do. I'm serious about it um, because this is a real thing for me. But if you don't worship him in spirit and in truth, you can be a catfish to God. What does that mean? You got a profile picture that says one thing, but you got a heart that says another thing. You got words that, remember what Jesus said? And Jesus said that people were going to catfish him. Jesus said that people were going to catfish him. Uh, let me give you the scripture. Let me give you the scripture. Let me give you this in the scripture. Matthew chapter 7 and verse number 22. Many will say to me on that day, did I not, um, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? drive out demons in your name and perform many miracles. Then I will tame, tell them plainly, I never knew you. Why? You are catfish. You catfish me. I didn't know you. I knew your representative. I didn't know you. I knew the you you wanted to show me. But God says, I need you to be real. So we're going to pray over the truth and then the spirit part. And then we're going to drop the net. The truth part means sincerity. God says, be real with me. I'd much rather you be real with me about where you're at, about what you're dealing with, about what you're struggling with. Don't fake it with me. Don't play with me. Don't catfish me. It means to be sincere. It means reality. In other words, this is a reality. My relationship with the Lord is a reality. So I am honest with the Lord, not disrespectful, not dishonorable, but I am honest. Hmm. Not disrespectful, not dishonorable, but I am honest. You have to be real so that you can heal. Watch me. It means don't mock, don't play, and don't let it look different than it really is. God says, don't you just shout at church and that's the only place you shout because people are looking at you. Don't you just dance at church because that's the only place you dance because people are looking at you. Don't you just praise a church just because Bishop said it. Let it be that, watch me, you, you are like this. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'll praise them anywhere, everywhere, all day, just because. So I want to cover your truthfulness with God. But for some of you tonight, your prayer has to be to repent for being a catfish. Because you've catfished the Lord. You've not been real with him. You've not been sincere with him. You have not told him the area, and like you don't know, you've not told him the areas of your struggles. And here's why you'll say, well, he knows. But prayer was created for you to articulate it. 
He knows everything you have need of, but he still says, I need you to open your mouth and ask for it. I need you to open your mouth and speak it and say it. That's why on prayer, I have you do two things a lot. I have you say a lot. I have you type a lot. I have you say a lot. Proverbs 18, 21, life and death in the power of your tongue. I have you to type a lot because the Bible says that wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it shall be done for them. All right, let's cover it. Father, we pray that we would worship you in spirit and in truth, that we would be truthful, God, that we would be truthful, God. We would be sincere. God, we're not trying to manipulate you. We are not trying to use you. We are not trying to just uh, use you as a come up. God, forgive us. For any time where we use you or we use church as a way to come up. And the moment we came up, we left you. Father, we see this happening with so many people. When they're struggling, they're, since they're faithful. But the moment their struggle ends, so does their sincerity. We pray that our sincerity would not just be because there's a struggle. Come on here. We pray that our sincerity would not just be because we're dealing with a challenge. We pray that our sincerity would be because we love you, because we love you. Type that on every platform. We, I love him. I love him. God, we love you. We are not trying to manipulate you to get stuff from you. We are not just doing it, God, to be seen by other people. We love you and we will show that love in private. We will show that love in public. We will show that love in private. We will show that love in public. We will show that love when people see us. We will show that love when people don't see us because it's real. It is sincere. There are no hidden agendas or hidden motives behind our love. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Come on, say, I worship in spirit and in truth. I worship in spirit and in truth. And God, we pray that we would worship you from in spirit. What does that mean? From the inside out with every area of our lives. Show us tonight, God, once we conclude prayer in just a couple of moments, show us tonight, God, the areas of our lives where we have not worshiped you from the inside out. Show us, God, the areas of our lives where we have not worshiped you from the inside out. Show us the areas where we have not given you the glory. Show us the areas that lack luster. Show us the areas that lack excellence. Show us the areas that are sloppy. Show us the areas that don't give you glory. Show us the areas where we are not giving our best. Show us, oh God, show us the areas where we need to step it up because to worship you in spirit means that we do it from the inside out. It's not just the outward appearance. It's who we are. It's who we are. It's who we are. It is not just doing it because somebody's looking at us. It is who we are. And for that, we say thank you tonight in Jesus name. Can I get everybody on every platform, every social platform to just say amen right there. Harvest Sandler, you just say it. Uncommon Gospel Radio Network, you just say it. How many of us can be honest? And my hand will go up first before I even ask the question, all right? That there are some times in our life where we have catfished the Lord. Come on, let's be honest. There are some times where you and I have catfished the Lord. It's quiet. Watch me. Don't be mad if you got catfished by a person when you repeatedly catfished the Lord. Wow. Some of y'all are mad that people weren't who they said they were, but you ain't been who you said you were to the Lord. But tonight, come on, but tonight, but tonight, but tonight, but tonight, but tonight, but tonight, but tonight. Um, two things I want to do real quick. Number one, if prayer blessed you, I want you to sow into prayer. Bless what blesses you. How do you do it? Use the cash app. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can access that um, uh, or you can use that for cash app. Can I get a few to type that? Number two, you can go to our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can give that way. There's a myriad of different methods that you can give. We made it simple, secure, and easy. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Givelify, Zelle. You can give through our website. You can set up text to give, which is my favorite way to give. It's simple and it's easy. You can do all of that in our website uh, or you can just go directly to Zelle, PayPal, Venmo, et cetera. All right. So bless what blesses you. Sometimes I'm seeing, and this is a blessing to me. I'm seeing many of you on comments now. You'll start saying, what's the number? What's the number? That's how I listen to the word. Whenever an appeal is giving to so, I'm always saying, what's the number? Uh, and, and, and if it's not spoken by, who, by, by the man of God, then I will say, Lord, okay, what's the number? Um, that's how you, so that's how you get blessed. Never judge somebody's harvest if you haven't checked their seed. And can I tell you, you got some big harvest on the way because you put, got some big seed in the ground. 
You got some huge harvest on the way because you've got some seed in the ground. And some of the seed you didn't even realize was sown. It felt like you were being used. But the Bible says in Ephesians 6 and 8, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he shall receive the same from the Lord. He will receive the same from the Lord. All right. So dollar sign Bishop Home with the number two. Or you can go to Harvest Church, that church forward slash give uh, or use PayPal's Bimmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that. Hello at Harvest Church, that church is the email. In fact, we got we got several messages last week. People saying, is there a Bishop Form in Venmo? There is a Bishop Form in Venmo and it's uh, it's right there on our website. I believe it's just Bishop Foreman, I believe. I believe. Let me see. Hold on. Venmo. Let's see. Venmo. Yes. Venmo.com forward slash Bishop Foreman. There you go. And you'll see that. You'll see a picture of me right there. And, uh, and you can give that away. All right. Listen, last thing I want to do um, before we hop off. If you are not a Christian, tonight's your night. You have not been watching me by accident. Tonight is your night to give your life to the Lord. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him. Tonight's your night to recommit yourself to him. And thirdly, be like, Bishop, I don't really know um, where things stand with the Lord, but I want to be sure. Listen, let's get it right tonight. All right. On the count of three, whatever platform you're on, and you do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. You need to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Because I realize there's a comment delay. Um, uh, I'll be responding. I want you to continue to respond. We'll be praying, but I want you to continue to respond. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. One, two, three. If that's you, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. And I'm going to start leading you in that prayer now. Respond. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I got digital ambassadors on every platform that are watching now to see your decision because your name is important to heaven and to us. You are more than a number. Yes, we count the number, but you are more than a number. You are a person and your life matters to us and to God. All right. Pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. So because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. I thank you, Lord, for giving me the grace to run this race in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Keep responding. Whatever platform you're on. I need my digital ambassadors. Y'all hang out for a little extra once prayer gets off. Um, to uh, make sure we get all of our decisions, um, um, and, uh, and do all of that. I love you guys. Pray for me. My, I got to head to the gym. Let me tell you something. My Saturday workout. So my Saturday workout, I had to do it at a different gym. And let me tell you something. They, their torso twist machine, when you do this, is, it's a beast. It's a whole nother level of machine. Um, but I get on it cause I love the challenge. But let me tell you something. That thing like worked my soul out. Do y'all hear me? Like it worked my soul. Like my whole, my my back and my sides are like, woo-wee. It worked my soul. But anyway, I got into gym. Love you guys. Keep me in your prayers. Um, tonight, I didn't take your prayer requests directly, nor did we directly pray for others. I, want, I asked the Lord what to pray about, and I followed his instructions on what to pray about. All right. I'm going to be doing some more of those pop-ups like I did last week. Did those bless you? Wave at me. Uh, let me know if those blessed you last week. I did them Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. I think I'm going to start doing that Saturday night pretty consistently. And uh, and so just make sure you stay connected. Please, guys, do not rely on social media to stay connected to Harvest. Get our app. That's the best thing you can do. Text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746. If you're relying on social media, you may miss a lot um, because social media doesn't let everybody see it. And lately, they Google. So, like, let me just let you in on a little insider secret. So, next month, Google is releasing a new algorithm that's getting ready to change everything about Google. All right. They released one a few years ago. I think it was like called Penguin or Panda or something. And it changed everything about Google. So right around this time, all a lot of the social networks, they're beginning to mess with their algorithms. And so consequently, uh, and many of you are seeing this. Anybody else seeing this on your social media where normally you may see one number of people and you're like, ooh, dog, what's going on? It's just what they're doing. So Google's about to do it. Lots of the social networks, they're messing with theirs now. It just is what it is. Uh, I see y'all laughing at me on Facebook. Love that torso twist machine. That's the only machine I like. No, listen, I like it. I just don't like the version at that particular location in my gym because that particular location, that's a whole nother type of workout. Like I, my soul got to work out. My soul got to work out. Do you hear me? 
Um, literally, I was like, God, dog. So anyway, love you guys. Have an amazing night. We'll be on some pop-ups together. Um, I'm praying for you. You pray for me. Have an amazing night. It's 8.02 and now we know what to do. And if you gave your life to the Lord, recommitted yourself to him, please make sure you respond to my digital ambassadors. Can can uh, make sure we get you, get you connected. And what I need you to do, text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. Shalom. Shalom, my G. Yep. Go soul of prayer. Bless you. I'll see you soon. And I'll see you soon. Love you guys. Shalom. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's.